When booze starts pouring and body starts slapping. Sip happens. Hello there. Welcome back to another episode of Sip Happens. I'm Kylie. I'm Alex. And we are two funny gals who like big laughs and strong drinks. And today we are continuing with the holiday extravaganza. Ha ha ha. Ho ho ho. Yeah. We are talking about hoes. Hoes. <laughs> ho ho ho. Um, various hoes through history. Yeah. Uh, hospirations um, and, and the likes. So before we discuss some of our favorite hoes to date... Well, we're kind of going against that, right? We're talking slut-shaming. Yeah, the whole but... the gamut of what makes a hoe? Yeah. Should we own it? Reclaim your hoe. Yeah. You should know. <laughs> that you a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, what are we sipping on today? Oh, well, so last week you guys got to <laughs> dive into Santa's butthole. This week you get Santa's balls. Santa's balls. Yeah. These are so funny. Yeah. These these drinks are cracking me up. Um, these are the tipsy bartender, which I love. You know I love. We tipsy. love the tipsy bartender. Shout out to a, them. He's so so stinking cute. He's adorable. Yeah. I like his little accent mm-hmm. too. Whatever it is. Um, and then the the themed drinks just crack me up. Yeah. Like the Santa's butthole. If you guys listened into last week, it I was dying. I was cracking up the whole time. That was funny. Like, yeah. I just couldn't get past the intro. It had. There were some some giggles that definitely ensued. So this one is um it's santa's it said santa's bells or santa's balls we i went with santa's balls naturally as yeah. kylie and alex would do mm-hmm. um that's just a sip hop and standard uh to go in the dirtiest iteration of something possible <laughs> <laughs> so um and it uh we we kind of spiced it up a little bit because we haven't done a shot on the show in, in a while. quite a while mm-hmm. so this one um if you guys want to tune into some of our earlier episodes the oral sex and the blowjob shot i'm getting blowjob vibes from this <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting mad blowjob so vibes. So is Santa. <laughs> Santa's balls is giving me blowjob vibes. So what's, what are we, what's what, in it? What are you jingling on? Okay, Santa's <laughs> bells, a.k.a. Santa's balls. This is from Tipsy Bartender. It's a shot. So it's three-fourths um, cinnamon whiskey. So, you know, the, the fireball. Standard fireball. Yeah, fireball. There's a few other ones that make <clears throat> um, a cinnamon whiskey. I believe mm-hmm. that Jack Daniels has one. Yeah. And I want to say, I don't know if it's Wild Turkey or Jim Beam or something, but there's there's a few others on the market. We used um, the Fireball because that's just kind of standard it these days. It is standard. It was easy to get. And yeah, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. You, so it's I just want you guys stores. to know that, you, that we do try to follow the recipe, but we also, we're fucking, we're not... You know, mm-hmm. having all this fancy schmancy stuff. I'm not going crazy. I love shopping at the she liquor store. She can't stop herself. But if I don't have it, I'm just going to use what we have. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you guys do the same. So Yeah, be innovative. And then that's just, let that be a tip too. And just a reminder, we're not professional cocktail critics. Oh, or I'm not even, I have no bartending experience. I've served cocktails for years and years. And Alex yeah. has years ago. But this is more just... Real girls' experience on what we like to drink. Mm-hmm. So um, we often, you know, we MacGyver some stuff together sometimes. So this was, <laughs> this was a situation for that this we time. We did. We did. Uh, so, okay. So we did the the cinnamon whiskey. Mm-hmm. Three-fourths of, um, it, they have Jack Daniel's honey, but I used Doors because I like, that's what we had in hand. The, yep. It was the here. Honey. The Doers honey. Same thing. And it's very good, too. Yeah, it's good. Doers. Doers. You doers. Like doers. Doers. Um, two ounces Southern Comfort Eggnog. Okay, so didn't have that. Um, probably could have picked it up. Didn't have time. So <laughs> we, grabbed the, we grabbed the rum chata. I think that kind of still has that um, 
eggnoggy. Yeah, kind it's of got flavor. like a spice mm-hmm. vibe yeah. to it with the creaminess as well. The creamy in the balls. <laughs> in the balls, and you just garnish it with whipped cream, a little bit of honey, cinnamon, whatever you want, whatever you want. You don't have to. It's a holiday shot. Yeah. It's what you're going for, and this is not. This isn't a shot like you know lining up Jameson shots or anything like this. Like this is a decorative, desserty holiday shot. So yeah. I'm, I'm envisioning them like lined up on a tray. At a party, you know, like oh, yeah. with all with like the little whipped cream and you know some sprinkles on the top. That's kind Santa's of the vibe. Balls. Santa's balls over there. Yeah. So, so let's jingle Santa. Let's balls. jingle. I'm nervous. Right. I think it's gonna go up our notes again, right. but whatever. All right. Cheers. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay. It's um, I'm tasting the cinnamony. Mm-hmm. The the fireball. <laughs> yes. Whipped cream all over It's called a Belgian dip. <laughs> That's all on my nose. Um, at least it didn't go up my nose or down our shirts this time. Like the mm-hmm. blowjob shot sure did. Um, Santa's more professional. Yeah, than we are. And he's teabagging your face. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of like a Santa's teabag. And I've got the sprinkles on mine and um, adds a nice little crunch to it. Does it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious how it tastes with the Southern Comfort eggnog. We have to try it one day. Yeah, we'll do that one if day. If we can pick it up. But. Or if anybody gets a chance to yeah. um, to try this, we'd love a review on what you think of it. I love eggnog. I do, too. Yeah? Do you something... That's like... Um, we should have talked about this in last week's Christmas debate. Um, I love it. Some people are so anti. Like, people do not like it at all. I like it. They can go get fucked. Yeah. Do you like it... I, um, well, not good, but... Yeah. Do you like it without the alcohol? No. No? You don't like just plain eggnog? It's like as a little kid uh, no, you did I, it? Yeah, as a kid I did, yeah. But, but now, no. I'm no, I'm I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not a freaking lunatic. I, I do. I don't like, like, a ton of it, but I like to cut it with, like, milk or some soy milk or something. Yeah. Um, it's just... It's, soy milk. It's too... I know. Hippie. I know it. I'm I'm such a fucking hipster. <laughs> I'm just not... Maybe some cashew milk um, or rice milk or <laughs> the milk of baby possums, whatever. <laughs> Um, but I cut it so it's not thick because I don't like that peanut butter feeling of it just like coating your whole mouth in the back of your throat. I don't want that. But, and I don't drink a whole, I don't even purchase it, but I could, you know, like once every holiday season, I could use a small little sip of eggnog and then that's enough for me. My mom makes it homemade. Really? But she adds like all kinds of crazy shit. She doesn't do it like regular style. I don't know what she does. She makes a Haitian version and she adds like this rum. A little bit of voodoo. Yeah. Everything, cool. yeah. She goes crazy. I, I I told you my drinking problem. Yeah. <laughs> Alex said the funniest thing the other day. We were sitting there and she said, um, I don't drink nearly as much as I would like to. <laughs> and that is a drinking problem. <laughs> it's true. Not nearly enough. And so with eggnog, we'll jump away from this topic in just a moment, but I've had it several different ways. I've had, you know, people who will make it themselves and I've had it with rum and then also whiskey. Yeah. And it's kind of just like, I guess that's probably like a regional or a preference thing, but um, I'm a big fan. What of is it standard with? Is it is it normally with rum? I don't. I think it might be rum because I gotta look rum. That yeah, up let's, we'll find that yeah. out. But Alex is going to check that out. But I think rum to me just seems very holidayish, you know, because you've got the rum cake and the rum balls and the rum. You know, there's quite a few. You know, Kylie likes a hot drink. Anything in a hot in the crock pot. You in the crock pot. I man. fucking love it, man. Mm-mm-mm. But there's quite a few different holiday cocktail warm cocktails with warm rum yeah so i'm not sure and then i guess brandy is quite holiday-ish too right (sighs) yeah i I would say so i guess i mean you know what 
anything's a holiday drink if you drink on the holidays. That's true. Anything. So it, it you know, it says typically made with rum. So we, okay. So my mom's right with the rum. And aren't moms always brandy right? or bourbon? So technically, it's you any do of whatever it. you so want. So it's any of it. So it's more. It says typically with rum. It's going to be a dark liquor though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't imagine putting a tequila <laughs> eggnog. <laughs> That'll make your nipples hard for sure. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For All sure. right. So I'm going to have one more sip of this, and then we're going to start hoeing it up. Yeah. Hospirations. Let's... Do you have any hoe moments? Oh, for sure. What's a hoe moment that you've had? Um, That you feel like, you know what? I'm going to fucking own this. Um... Well, should we talk about slut-shaming and, like, ho- taking Absolutely. back our hoe first? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, because I have a few ones that I... Like, moments that, like, I'm not shameful for, but I'm like, eh. I was hoeing it up. Have yeah. your hoe days. Yeah. So let's talk about slut shaming and such. Okay. So what? Um, in celebration against slut shaming, um, I did look up the definition or the analysis um, <laughs> uh, to a slut. It says yeah. a slut traditionally a female character or person who engages in casual sex with multiple partners. While a girl is being chastised and ridiculed for having sex, often one time it is all it takes, which mm-hmm. is true. Mm-hmm. What girls are like, if she slept with one guy, they're like, she's a fucking hoe. That's right. A male counterpart is praised and encouraged to rack up his number of sexual conquests, which is fucked It's up. so fucked, and it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's such a shame, too, because first, I don't think that we should be shaming anybody for there any any consensual sexual activities of any kind mm-hmm. you know like if you want to have sex with 50 people and all 49 other folks are cool with it then that's fine that's yeah. nobody's business whether you're a guy a girl anybody i i personally believe and we've talked about it on the episodes before that as long as everybody's an adult and everybody is of i'm not going to say sober but of of consenting of and consenting aware. and able to mm-hmm. consent. Yeah. You know, like if you've got somebody that's all fucked up on drugs and they're like, yeah, let's go home. And then they wake up in the morning and they regret everything. Like, that's not cool either. But, you know, as long as everybody's on the same page, like, go nuts. Have yeah. fun. Like, who gives a shit? And who gives a shit what anybody else thinks? And yeah. it's not your place to worry about or to judge what's going on in other people's bedrooms right. or kitchens or swimming pools or back seats. Like, that ain't your business. Right, right. So... I mean, and also, I think we all have our own judgments and our own prejudices and our ways that we feel about people and their behaviors, but the the ideal is that you don't use those judgments and those thoughts and those ways that you feel about people to treat them any differently or, mm-hmm. you know, cause drama for them. Like, you don't go gossiping about other people's business or, you know, go, guess what she did, guess who he did, guess what they're sleeping, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, that's not ain't your business. Well, I noticed that that uh, people that are judging, it's because they're, they're ashamed of what they're doing or what they mm-hmm. can't do. Yes. You know, so um, they tend to... Or what they have done. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, my godfather would tell me this wasn't about sexual activity by any means, but this was about, you know, being young and gossiping or talking shit. He would say, remember when you point your finger at someone, there's three more pointing right back at you. That's true. And it's true. And you notice that sometimes. That's like, you know, when you... See hear these preachers that are talking mad shit about homosexuality and then they there's one in the news right now that it's like some european pastor who was very he's got like a mega church in somewhere and you know is a big fan of conversion therapy and you know sending people to get like electro shock therapy to ungay themselves oh, hell no and he he was just arrested at a 25 man orgy of course he was and of here's course. my thing boo have fun with those 25 men i bet that was real sweaty and real sexy but who are you to judge other people right like 
I don't care. Like, have fun. Go nuts. I, I wish there was 28 people at your He orgy. did go nuts. He did. <laughs> he got nuts. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> he did. But that's kind of like the essence of slut shaming that I hate, you know? Because it's <clears throat> and I'll, something that I've noticed in my 34 years of just being a woman. I was in a sorority. I've been around a lot of women. I've worked in really women's central industries before is that when some girl has a whole lot of shit to say about the behaviors of other people, and I'm sure this goes for men too, oh, yeah. you better look a little deeper what she's doing because she's doing the same damn thing mm-hmm. or something worse. She's deflecting the attention from it. Absolutely. If, she's, if somebody is talking so much shit about little Jessica Rabbit over here and all these things, and did you see who she's sleeping with? You see her talking to so-and-so? I bet you she's blowing the boss. Mm-hmm. Or something. Or something. Or something. Well, I or think, she's cheating on her husband or something. Well, and then also it's being able to just be open about it too, your sexuality. Um, I mean, we've come a long way in, as mm-hmm. in our society as far, as far as women being able to explore their sexuality, be a little bit more open about claim it, it. And, and claim it, which is kind of sad that you have to, I know a lot of, even with our show, right? Sometimes yeah. I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I want, you know, such and such listening to it because they're so they're so conservative i guess in that sense where they're just like oh no i'm just i can't yeah but they're like you know that they're freaks but right but unfortunately they're just kind of they're not as open which is okay there's nothing wrong with not wanting to living a more conservative lifestyle Mm -hmm. right there's nothing wrong with that and you know i would never try to push push or pressure anybody into anything that they weren't comfortable with but it's not your business what other people do, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I've had a few friends that are significantly more straight-laced. I've got, you know, a couple friends that married early. And a few of my friends have listened to the show, and they think it's hilarious. They're like, I'm living vicariously through you. They're not out there sleeping around or doing whatever. And that's okay. And yeah. they've never talked down or anything. And they find the humor, and they find the value in my own experience and, you know, the product that we're producing, things like that. Or not even when it comes to us in... You know, in pop culture or other people, we I think we discussed it a bit when we were on. Uh, we were guests on the and the wife podcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out, we love y'all. Um, we that was right when Will and Jada, yeah, and people are like, oh, they're this, they're freaks, they're this. It's unbiblical. It's not all you know. All of these hedonists, like, check this out. That ain't your business. Yeah, it's not, it's your, not business. your business. It's not your business. I don't worry about. I wish. I'm jealous. And here's the thing, though. I guess because people are like, oh, well, they're famous. They're out there. Not not their sexuality. No. Not what they do in their bedroom. That's not that's, none of your fucking business. That's absolutely not. It's not. So, um, I, and I don't think anyone's, unless you're out there and you want it to be. Unless that's part who, of your product or your image. Mm-hmm. If you are, um, I have a few friends that produce adult content for OnlyFans. Like, not, we joke on the show about and all that stuff, but these are, like, legitimate content producers. You know, they've got hundreds of thousands of followers that this is how they make a legitimate, very comfortable income. And the same, her sexuality is part of her brand and her personality. But she's told me that she's had people come up to her and like start conversations when she was with her family. She's like, yeah, my mom knows what I do, but I'm trying to have lunch right now right. with my mother. I don't mm-hmm. need you coming up here and talking to me about and telling you that you saw me put stuff up my butthole. Like that's she, true, yeah. she knows what I do. Like she's cool. She knows that that's paying for the bills here and that's feeding her grandkids. I don't need, it's, it's that's, not your that's business. That's what she wants to do. That's none of your fucking business. Yeah. 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 Or to have other people, you know, she she has two small children. That's not, you know, somebody's like, what's going to happen when your kids, the your parents of your kids' friends find out? It's like, I don't give a fuck. If the way that I make money as a consenting adult who plays it safe, who takes care of her kids, 
if that's a problem for you and you don't want your children around my children, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, no hard feelings. Like, I wish that you weren't so close-minded, but it really has nothing to do with you and it's not going to change the way that I live my life. What if your kids find out that you're a drunk and you always get all these DUIs? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What if your kids find out that you can't keep a job? What if Mm. your kids find out that you weren't really there for them? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Well, how about that? Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so slut shaming. All right, ho ho ho, aspirations. Okay, so before we get into that, I want to like, what would you consider a ho, like, not a ho moment, but like a ho aspiration? Where I feel like I've had like, oh, I inspired. Actually, I inspired myself. On Go this. for yeah. it. It wasn't really like a ho moment. Like, boom, this is a ho moment because like a stamp. Mm, well, famous moment. You in know history. what? To honest, honestly, I maybe it is. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm you gonna should own see it. the finger flying around It wasn't around even, I wasn't, you know, fucking anybody. Beep. But Beep. Um, I did go, I was in New York and I had a date, which I, I I told you the story. I had a date. I was on the train to meet my date in Manhattan. Oh, yes. I end up meeting another guy on the train. He was cute. And he was like, you want to go have drinks? I'm like, yeah, he was cute. And I told him that I had a date. I was on my way to a date. We had drinks. We hung out before my date. And then he walked me to my next date. And I went home with the other guy. Girl. Cheers. Cheers Cheers. to that. Yeah. (laughs) Which, when you were asking about that, about a hoe moment, I kind of, this, I was proud of myself for this too. Similarly, almost the same story, but this was maybe two summers ago. I went on a date. I went with this guy on Bumble. And he was a really nice guy. We met at one location. And my car was there, and then we decided to go um, deeper into Summerlin, to downtown Summerlin, from like the Boca Park area. Not that our listeners know where that is, but so we took some a of them, yeah, we took a lift there, and it wasn't that far. And it was you know, so it was like a, a two part date. We went somewhere a couple hours later. We went to another place, had a few more drinks. He was a very very nice guy, super cool dude. Not a love connection, whatever. So I didn't go home, or I didn't go home with him. I had to take <laughs> <You're> like, or, <laughs> or with him, <laughs> um, but. I, you know, it's maybe six o'clock in the evening. I take my, my, a lift back to get my car. And I had a couple of drinks throughout the day. Um, and I get out of the lift and there's this guy coming out of the restaurant that I was parked in front of. And he just goes, he sees me get out of the back of the car and he was like, Hey, where are you going? And I was like, with you? (laughs) And he was so handsome. And he was like, I was just coming in and put it to go order. But do you want to grab a drink? I'm like, Yes, I do. Yes, sir. And then we sat and had a couple of drinks and made out. And it was nice. awesome. And then I ended up hanging out with him a few other times, too. We went to dinner and chilled. Again, not a love connection. Lovely guy. But yeah. I was inspired by my own downtown. Home moment huh? in history. Boom. Boom. <laughs> All right. I have a home moment in history. Let's. So when I um, first started dating my husband, the first time that we were ready to, like, we be intimate. You know, be intimate. Um, it was actually in this office. <laughs> uh, you guys. She literally spit out her drink. You guys just trying to kill me. So it was. So, um, you know, the restaurant's literally right across. So I was, you know, feeling nice. And we were hanging out. This office used to be really cool. He hooked it up at one point. And so we were in the office. And <laughs> we are getting ready to get be intimate. And he goes to pull out a condom, and I'm like, what are we, in high school? And I took it and threw it in, which I don't know why. Oh, my word. Which is horrible. That's not something that I would do, but thank God he's my husband now. But, right. But I was like, what are we, in high school? Threw his, the condom and just 
you know, we went to town. So that and was then we my, went to town. That was my home moment in history. Boom. Boom. I yeah. love that. So I have um I had some so we've talked about it many times. I was like wifed up. I was with somebody for like twelve or thirteen years. All through my twenties. Started dating right when I went to college. Yeah, I moved out here. So I didn't do dating. I just dated one person and we didn't even really date. It was like, oh, I like you, you like me, cool. That's it. Boom. Yeah. Done. Over. Um, there was no like courtship or anything. Like it was just like, all right, that you're mine. But I had friends, like one of my very, very best friends from college, love her so much. Um, she was single for all that. And now she's with a guy that's really great. They've been together five years. They're very, very happy. Like she's all wifed up now, but she was getting it in. And I used to, similarly, I never ho shamed her or slut shamed her. I'd just be like, oh, I wish I could be like you. When, and she, I, when she was like, dating. yeah, when she was single, yeah. she's like, she had some of the best stories. I think maybe one day we'll have her on the show if she ever comes to town and visits me again. Um, she, but she was my inspiration. Yeah. And then I also have a very good friend, a very good gay friend. And he, the same, like when I first met him, he was single and he was a hollering it up. <laughs> and I would just be like, tell me stories. So they were some of my like real life hospirations. Yeah. And I have, um, one story that's always, always stuck with me, and I gotta tell you, it's so funny. Um, I don't think I've, I can't imagine I've ever mentioned it on the show, but so um, my friend, my male friend mm-hmm. who dates other males, he was on Grinder, and I used to fuck around with his Grinder. I'd be like, let me play, because I was with somebody and I didn't yeah. ever have these dating apps, and yeah. I just wanted to play with it. And I would like swipe with boys, so I'm always asking him, like, who's on Grinder? What's going on? So one night he. He and he was close with my ex too, so you know we would hang out all the time. And one night he was spending the night over at our place. We'd probably been partying and you know drinking, and he's gonna you know sleep in the guest room or something. It's four o'clock in the morning, and I'm walking down my hallway, and he comes. He was spending the night there, but he comes in the front door, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Nothing." And I'm like, "Why? Why are we? What? Why are we outside? Where are you coming from?" He's like, "Nothing. Don't worry about it." I'm like, "What?" He had had a grinder rendezvous on my front porch nice on my front porch and i'm like what did you do and he's like oh i just had him come out you know we sat out there we smoked a little weed we did some making out we did whatever whatever on my porch and i'm like dude you could have come inside the house like you didn't have to just like sit because it was you know like a vegas house we had like a, a like a big wall and so it's kind of enclosed it's not like it was out on the street it was like yeah. a kind of like a little bit of a courtyard yeah. vibe so it was private i guess a little bit i'm like you could have come inside if you want and he goes oh girl that was a stranger i respect you too much i would never bring a stranger into your home <laughs> i'm like but you gonna let him suck your dick on my front porch <laughs> and i told some of my other friends about this and they're like damn He's got those blowjobs rolling through like Postmates, huh? <laughs> just come to the porch, jump it up, they get up the like, and he's and so I've always thought that was so. He's like, girl, that was a stranger. I wouldn't bring a fucking stranger into your house. <laughs> like, huh? Thank you. <laughs> a whole moment, boom, boom. I <laughs> and I've always loved that story. I'm like, okay, because that also solidified our friendship. I'm like, first off, you are a great a hoe, and I love it. And then second off, thank you for respecting my home. Yeah, and my says he's like, I don't know who the fuck that guy was. I don't want him in your house. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So I don't want him in your house. He could just like, find out. Yeah, he's like, well, like you can let it. You gonna get a blowjob on my porch? You gonna come in my living room? Thank you. <laughs> I do appreciate that, though, baby. That is actually it is very considerate. It is very considerate. 
Woods, and that's one of my favorite stories. It's a home moment in history. Boom. Boom. That's one of my favorite home moments. Oh, man. Um, So I do have, like, some, I I guess not famous, but, like, character. Okay. All right. Yes. That was kind of interesting. Yes, yes, I love this. These are, like, ho-ho moments. This is from sluttygirlproblems.com, which I thought thought was such a cute little website. So I like her, sluttygirlproblems.com. I'm going to put that in my notes. And this is... (laughs) Oh, my God. So, if you guys listen to the show, Kylie has this little-ass skinny notebook, and she's like, oh, do you have a pen? So she can have notes. Her fucking (laughs) notebook has nothing in it. I have, like, ten notebooks full of content. I can't even be bothered to finish some of the words. You're the worst. I was brainstorming and said that I wanted to do a body language episode, and I didn't even finish (laughs) writing the words. You have body language. It says body language. I didn't even finish. Whereas Alex has six pages per episode. (laughs) When I said, can I borrow a pen? And I opened up the page. He's like, fucking, for what? What do you need it for? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm not sure. Just give it to me. (laughs) Anyway, slutty girl. Okay, so, you know, quote unquote, slutty girl. Well, you know. Uh, We're reclaiming it. Reclaiming it. Um, Yeah, when women embrace their sexuality. Um, Fabulous fictional sluts. Yes. All right, number one. Amy Townsend from Trainwreck. Have you seen that movie, Uh Trainwreck, with uh, Amy Schumer? Yes. Uh, Amy Schumer's character in Trainwreck is an unapologetic uh, character. um, And she's like, she's... Amy Schumer, period. I love her comedy because she's super open about she's sex- real. sexuality. Yeah, she's I like real. it. She talks about embarrassing things. She talks about real things. She talks about the fact that she's a normal... Well, I'm not going to say she's a normal woman because she's brilliant and hilarious, but mm-hmm. she's a normal looking woman. She's like, yeah. I'm not a supermodel. Like, um, I like her. I love her. Mm-hmm. I think she's... I, I wouldn't go so far as to say she's a normal average woman because, as I said, her content and her comedy is brilliant. Oh, she's so funny. But her... You know, just the physicality. I, you know, she talked about period stuff. She talked about fertility. She talked about queefing. Yeah, like it's like. But she's they, sl- a they human. do slut shame her a lot. They do, and, and I, I, I kind of like sad. Lisa Lampanelli. I, that's the same. I've heard that she's a like a brilliant comedian as well, mm-hmm. and she does. She does kind of stand. I'm a lot of her comedy is based on her sexual prowess, which I dig. But so yeah, you know, again, she's a consenting. Adult, and from what I understand, everybody that's participated in her shenanery has been as well. Like well, when and when it's guys, though, it no, doesn't matter. They, they don't fucking care. No, like, Louis yeah, C.K. Yeah. Louis, oh, or he talks about, yeah, he talks about it all the time, all the time. Or when they talk about like uh, supermaning somebody, you know, I've heard several comedians make reference to that. Well, it's, that's when you come on a woman's back and you pull the sheets over it, it sticks. Like, okay, that's funny, but if that's funny too, then so is all of the nonsense that, yeah, that you, you know do. these ladies that your crusty balls look like. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. So that. I'm not to not to degrade or, or to devalue the comedy that these men are producing, but it's like if that's funny, which I consider it to be, then too. so mm-hmm. is this. Yeah, you know, like that's so are these women. Yeah. These are hilarious as I well. I think it's hilarious. So yeah, I like her, Amy Townsend. I'm trying um, to think. I know a few of these. Like when you said that you had these famous hoes yeah. that in mind that I, I'm excited to hear. If Blanche Devereaux, my my girl, yes. Ching, Cheers ching. from Golden Girls. Okay, Blanche is the. I do the quote-unquote slut of her friendship group. Although, okay, they kind of tease her and, you know, make it seem like she's a slut. They all were fucking around. They all were fucking around. And they te- they make comments, but Blanche handles it well. Yeah. Like, she brings them on herself. She's, she's like, she's, yeah. She's like Kylie. She's like, y'all can just drop me off at the fire station. <laughs> I'm like, 
<laughs> Me too, girl. Can I get a ride? That's, that's where I'm trying to go. Um, but, and I think that that's, she was one of the first examples that I can recall because I didn't want, we, neither one of us, we did an episode on the Golden Girls. So if you guys want to hear a deeper dive on that, but neither one of us were watching it as it originally aired. We watched it after the mm, fact. And absolutely. that, but still, even though I was watching it 15 years after it came out, for me, I was, that was one of the first examples of a woman being like, yeah, so? She well, she was not only that, she was um, not a young lady. No. And she owned her sexuality. She, yes. She was, you know, she was widowed, but she was still living her life and, and having fun and dating. So it, a lot of women are like, oh, once your husband dies, that's you're it. Done. You're done. Your coochie shrivels up and that's over. Oh, but hell. She, but she shows that, no, there's life after your husband. Tragedy. Yeah, tragedy. And loss. She was sad. Of, obviously, she was really sad about her husband passing away. But Big she daddy. had to move on. Yeah. She had to move on. So. That's, love her. Yeah, love her. Okay. Bridget Jones Yay. from Bridget Jones's Diary. I, Who was also a regular lady. I love that. That's what I loved about her. Because she was regular she was having a good time she was going through some stuff that women really do like when they're you you know she was i think in her i think she was 30 in the movie that her character is 30 yeah which is an age for that's women. a cusp moment that's a that's a big yeah thing. when everyone's asking when are you gonna get married when are you gonna have baby Why did you have a boyfriend what happened to that guy yeah and so um she's dating these you know, she did two guys, whatever, and and but there's she's jealousy. There's mm-hmm. career problems. Like, it's very. She's very relatable. Yeah, she shows us that what we need from friends and family is that, um, and lovers is to love us for us. us. Though you know what I mean? Because yeah. she's she's not dieting. She's smoking. She's eating. She's just she's drinking. She's being herself and drinks. Doesn't I think she regularly drinks a bottle of wine. She drink. I I don't. That's like what I she's remember drinking. that being. So I Bridget Jones came. I read the book mm-hmm. when I was in high school, um, and and because my mom, I've, we've talked about it before. I my mom was a bit of a Nazi with like media, like television. We didn't have cable. We didn't like go see movies and stuff. Like so, I wanted. I think we were like renting it or something from somewhere, and I wanted to watch it. And she's like, no, like because I had seen the commercials or I'd seen it, and I loved Renee Zellweger. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, I, that's a little too mature for you. So I read the book. Mm-hmm. My mom didn't know any of the wiser. She, as long as Kylie shuts the fuck up and reads, I don't care. And I then I'm like, I have to see oh, this. Oh, it's worse. Yeah, yeah. It's, worse I, than yeah worse. it's so raunchy and so yeah. good though. Like it's it's. I would say it's young adult content. It wasn't over my head. I was probably 15 or 16 when I read the book, and it was it wasn't too much for me. Um, but I then I had to see it, and I watched it with a girlfriend. I remember spending the night at it's someone's a, house. And it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. And then as an adult, I've watched it maybe five years ago or so. I rewatched it, and I'm like, still, it stands up. I still like it. I just, I like, she's a real girl going through some real shit. Real that's, life. That's real life stuff. And and even in the, <clears throat> her flirting with her boss. Yeah. That's some shit that, you know, you goes down. And I better whatever. not be going down here. Oh, I'm fucking the boss. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Cheers to that. All right, Izzy. Sorry, I said easy. Izzy Stevens from Grey's Anatomy. Do you remember? I I I just got into Grey's Anatomy over quarantine. I the first I watched the first three seasons of Grey's Anatomy when quarantine started. Right when we started recording the show, and right when lockdown started. And I do. I loved her. Um, I loved that she was dating, and she remember. Okay, so there was an episode. I don't know if you if you guys seen it, but like. I remember when Grey's Anatomy first came out. I was living in New York. I had a shitty ass TV. But the first episode, but the, that first season, anyways, Izzy, um, who's a fucking 
Smoke uh, show. She's beautiful, but she's going through, she's in almost, you know, doing her, what is it? Um, residency. Residency. Smart as fuck, but they find out that she did a calendar or something. And right. She has to be like, yeah, these these fucking paid for like her yeah. beautiful body paid for my fucking medical school or my my college my schooling, and you guys still are paying your shit. My shit's paid off, and they were giving her a hard. time. Why were people giving her a hard time though? Because I was thinking like in this day and age, if somebody's like, oh shit, we saw you take off your clothes, and be like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, and? It, it's still no, but to us though, right? And it's the industry, you know. She's going to the medical industry. She wants to be taken seriously, but the same, you know. The my friend that I mentioned, my friend bought a brand new Beamer mm-hmm. for cash. She bought the Beamer. She did, she's not leasing it. She doesn't have payments. She bought a BMW off OnlyFans money, and she's like. I don't give a fuck. But it's changed, though. It's right. changed. We're in 2020. It's a, a lot of change. Look at that Cardi can, B. Right. Cardi B was, she owns being a stripper. She doesn't give a, f- which, who cares? Who cares? She's paying her bills, does what she needs to do, whatever. That's kids, fine. Whatever. But it's, that's taking care of what she needs to take care of. But everyone's a, a lot more accepting right. than they, in 2000. Even, yeah, I was going to say, even in like, what, 2002, 2003, mm-hmm. when that stuff came out. Yeah. It was still like, oh my God, she's a hoe. Or she's taking, if you had a any type of swimsuit picture on Facebook when that came out. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, she's she's a hoe. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Nobody cares now. <clears throat> Nobody cares. Nobody cares now. Um, I remember the same, when you said the Facebook thing. When Facebook first came out, it was in universities and colleges. You had to have a .edu email address. And everybody's photo was just... It was either your graduation photo, because that was what was on your student ID, or or what your, like, application to get into college, or it was your student ID photo, like, whatever they took to be on your, like, little, you know, library card. Right. And that was all that people's pictures were. And then once, it was over summer, maybe the summer I was going into my junior year of college, that it unlocked and you could have up to 10 photos. Ooh. Whoa. And you had to be, it was almost like MySpace friends. You had to be real specific about the 10 photos Damn. you wanted to post. Uh-oh. And that being a thing too, because I was in a sorority and it's like, you know, you wanted to like curate it. So you wanted to have your, you know, your, your identification picture, the one that was on your ID or the mm-hmm. one that was, you know, the high school graduation that looked like Be- you. Before filters. Yeah. And then you wanted to have probably one of like your family. So that was probably like your Christmas card picture or something that your mom had the professional photographer come and take. Mm. And then um, the others were kind of like maybe one vacation picture, but the same, like bikini pictures. No, no. Yeah. It's like, did you see so-and-so's pictures? It's like, they were in a bikini. Oh, oh, they were on a boat. Scandal. There were boys. That because back in the day, that was when did their disposable cameras. Yeah. I remember going to, um, whatchamacallit, uh, my sorority's formal. And they put d- disposable cameras on all of the um, the tables. And they said, they said, you know, obviously they knew people were going to take some, but they said, take pictures with these. And if you could drop them as when you leave, because we're going to have them all developed. And then we'll put them on the, on, we had, what was it called? There was a website we used to have to log into to get all of our info. What I can't remember, but they said, we'll put all the photos so everyone can see them. It's like, but that was back in, like now, if you have an event, you have a hashtag. Yeah. You're like, hashtag Zeta Zeta tie out, you know, annual formal. And then everybody's form pictures go there. Then they're like, hey, we're going to do this. So please, everybody take photos and get them back to us yeah. so we can all. So somebody had to go get those pictures developed. And then somebody went and took all of those hard copy pictures and scanned them into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, 
I hadn't thought of that in like ten years, and I just what kind like, of pictures did you take? Did you do like boob pictures? Nasty no? ones. Did you? Really? No, of course I not. Would. <laughs> I would take like go in the bathroom. No, Nipple. I was like so white bread back then. I was like so booed up, you know. Yeah, that's why you're wild now. I'm fucking wild. Okay. Yeah, that boy done missed out. <laughs> All right, Catherine from Cruel Intentions. Um, that's uh, Selma Blair, right? No, not Selma Blair. It's um. Oh my god. Buffy? Yes. Uh Sarah Yes, uh, yes. Not Sarah Jessica Parker. No, it's uh Yeah. What's yeah. her name? What's her name? Buffy. What if uh Michelle Geller. Sarah yeah. Michelle Geller. Is it yes, yeah, Sarah? Who is Mich- married to Freddie Prince Jr., yeah. but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She was the villain. Yeah. In that she was. Movie, but she was like she and some of her were villains. Uh, Everybody except Reese Witherspoon was trash. Yeah. They were, <laughs> but they, she was. It was mostly her though. She yeah. Was, she was more the villain, and uh, but she was also like owning her sexuality as a teenager. I know. I know. Dun 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 dun. But, teenagers, <laughs> which is weird. I know because you have one. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nikki Nichols from Orange is the New Black. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love her. She isn't... Yeah. I love her. And I forget... What's that character, her real name? Because she was also She's in... She's in American Pie. She was in American Pie. She was in Girl Interrupted. Mm-hmm. She was in the Help, I'm a Cheerleader or something. Oh, yes. It's one of those. And then she was also in a new Netflix show that was really wonderful and also is a great example of owning your slutness and reclaiming that shit um it's called russian doll and it was yeah that so one's a good, good. One and i really like natasha her. yes mm-hmm. i really like her she's yeah. fantastic yeah yep yep love mm-hmm. her yeah and she love that curly hair oh, yeah i got some of that yeah she in the the russian doll similarly she's kind of slutting it around and she's got several different lovers and such and but she's I don't want to say masculine. The first episode that I watched of that, I thought she was a lesbian, which uh, is I great. I always thought she was a lesbian. And totally she's cool. Not, but then yeah. throughout the show, you know, she's got these these various lovers from past moments in her life that pop up. I'm like, oh, girl, mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. I like her. I well, I love too. that whole show. I love Orange is the New Black. We could do a whole oh, entire a, episode yeah, on that show. show. It's a great show, but I, I love that she just owns her. And you know what I've noticed about her, but... This is, uh, we're talking about the character, but her as a person, she seems to play characters that, where she owns her sexuality. Absolutely. Because even in American Pie. Unapologetically. She, yeah. She was just like, um, when they were talking about, you know, the first time she's like, yeah, it's going to hurt. And then, but then it fucking gets better. Like, yeah. Who cares? Like, yeah. And then it's good. Like, so. I love Go her. have sex. Just, she's like. Go, Give it a shot. Go, go, just do it. Stop talking about it. Just fucking do it. All right. Um, Olive from Easy A. Did you see the movie Easy A? Uh, just recently. That's where she gets accused of being. Yeah, so she's she's kind of slut shamed. Emma Stone, right? It's Emma Stone. Yeah. she's slut shamed. Um, she's actually she's not. Um, she lets everyone pre- think that she actually had sex with you know some you know the popular guy. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And so, um, but they slut shame her, and she just fucking owns it. Like, like, yeah, fuck whatever. it, whatever. Which, I love that she does that. I love that she owns it. Um, unfortunately, she, they shame her so much, it kind of breaks her down. And she, you know, everyone's being a ba- like bastards. But this is in high school. So it's kind of a high school thing. High school. It's high school. It's stupid. But I love her character just wanting to be like, fuck it, yeah. I'm fucking Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. So what? All of them. All of them. All of them. So, they... 
basically uh this movie's I wouldn't say it's good for kids, but they're talking about... I like the perception that they have against slut-shaming. Stop reading my notes, Oh, Kylie. I'm trying to read the notes. I want to see if my pics are on there. Okay, oh. so who else? Um, Betty Rizzo from Greece. A wop, yes! A wop, a wop, bamboo. I love her. Mm-hmm. Hickey, I lo- a hickey from, from Kinnicky. It's like a Hallmark card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she has, like, that pregnancy scare. She doesn't... She wears tight clothes. She's- when was the last time you watched Grease Lightning? Greece or Greece? Greece? Um, I don't know. Maybe a month ago. Oh, really? Yeah. The idea that they're trying to sell us that those are teenagers is wild. Oh, it's so funny. It's right? so funny. These are that grown one people. dude is like no. thirty-five no. at least. <laughs> I'm like, these are grown men watching it now. I used to love that movie. I loved it. I remember um, being in grade school and. These kids, I had moved from Greece, actually. <laughs> from Greece, and watching Greece? I did, no. And I did, and they were like, have you seen the movie? No, they said, have you seen Greece? And I'm like, yeah, I used to live there. Like, Yeah, been there, done the, that. The, and they're like, look at me like I had two heads. I didn't know. but She didn't know nothing. I didn't know nothing. But yeah, so, um, Betty, 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 Betty. I like Betty Rizzo. Um, Rizzo was, she was kind of the slut, but she owned it. I don't want to say she was a slut because she only had, I mean, she was with the one guy. She and just then, had Kaniki, and I think that part. Well, she was dating the other guy on the the rival whatever, but not really Ooh. dating. She just went out with him, and they kind of made it seem like she was, you know. A slut. A slut, but she owned, slime. She fucking owned it. But I like that she showed some weakness, too, remember? She's like, the vulnerability, the vulnerable, for sure. Yeah, so. Sluts have hearts, too. <laughs> We do. And they hurt sometimes. <laughs> Rose from Titanic. What? Girl, she had her million dollar man and then she was going to get little, it with a little. She, yeah, the little scrub a dub uh, down mopping the floor, dude. Ooh, that steamy. Mm. That steamy car Leon, scene. Ooh, Leonardo with that handprint. He can get it. Oh, he could get it. He Titanic. The only version of Leonardo DiCaprio that can't get it is Gilbert Grape. <laughs> For me. <laughs> Like, Leo can get it anytime. Romeo, Jack, whatever he was he in. He is. I yeah, just, when yeah. he was playing a pilot, when he was in Inception, the <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The only version that I don't want to fuck he is. Fa- family strokes or not all of that. Or he was cute like, back then. But the Gilbert Grape shows. thing, that's a hard no for me. Yeah. You can have him. That's yo man. Yeah, so Rose was. I mean, she was kind Ho. of a fictional slut because she was engaged to another guy and she was. But he was horrible. Yeah, but she was still engaged. Yeah, so I know. she was still, Don't be know, scandalous. She was Well, how about scandalous. this? Modern day women don't be scandalous. But like, back then, that shit was romantic. <laughs> okay, my favorite. This is going to be my favorite. Okay. I don't care what anybody says. Samantha Jones from That's Sex the in the City. That's the one Fucking that I wanted to know was on the list. Love, love, love. I love that her. Hoe. Love her. She is, owns her shit like no other. Like, no other. She ain't even got a mortgage or payments on that shit. Mm-mm. She is the best. I love her. She's my favorite. The way that she... Old men, young men, black men, white men, all of them men. Yeah, she's she's willing to try anything. And something, to me, she's a hospiration because the way that she doesn't... Well, I'm sure throughout the show there's some bridges burned and such. But <clears throat> that she... Kind of like compartmentalized. That's like, I've talked about this before, I think on the show for sure, and I've definitely chatted with you about it, that like put men in the 
no, you don't have to put them in their place, like tell them anything, but in your life or in your emotional, you know, compartments, like put them where they belong. You know, she's like, oh, I've got, I have this, you know, beautiful, dashing lawyer out in California who can help with this thing. And then, Mm -hmm. oh, I've got this stock trader who can help with this thing. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, she's, she knows these people. She hasn't burned any of these bridges. And then when she runs into them, it's like, they're so happy to see her and they're, he's so happy to, you know, it's a joyful moment. They're like, oh yes. Oh, those moments. Like. But also, she has her shit together. She's oh, yeah. very successful. She very. doesn't de- depend on anybody. She has her shit together. And they shame her for, you know, wanting to fuck whoever she wants to. And she's like, if I want to no. fuck this guy one night, I'm going to fuck him. And, f- she, and she says it, too. Just yes. that, like, I'm going to fuck this guy. And that's it. And I love her. Yeah. I too. love her. I love her, too. So, but of, of all of those, is she your favorite? She is my favorite. For sure, me I will too. say the, the whole Sex in the City cast, though, they all... Fuck around, but she's, you know, quote unquote, the slut, though. Right. But whatever. And she's the one, because I think that she's the most vocal and, like, she ta- she claims it the most. You yeah. know, she's like, I'm cool with that. If, you know, you guys can call me that. Then she's, whereas Carrie's over here being scandalous and, like, lying to people and lying to men or whatever and chasing stupid ass big up and down. Excuse me. Ooh. Good Lord. Um, chasing stupid ass big all over New York City. Yeah. Um, Samantha's like, oh, I know a man who owns this beautiful restaurant that just opened downtown. We're going to get a free table. Yeah. Or, you know, I know, oh, I know the pilot who's going to fly us to Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. Whereas Carrie's like, I'm going to fuck with Burger. I'm going to fuck with Aiden. All these losers. <laughs> all of them. Losers, losers, losers. Step your game up, girl. <laughs> All right, before we kind of wrap up, I do want to I do want to do this one real quick. Okay. I thought this was um it's called this is from allthatsinteresting.com. I thought this was so cool. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's I'm, a take a note. I'm taking notes, guys. Allthatsinteresting.com. It's and I only took they had a like a list, but I took the ones that I like. It was only two so-called quote-unquote sluts who made history. Yes. All right. So um, this is the history, um, how, you know, these women who were, I don't know, kind of uh, criticized by their sexuality and, but they they made history. Um, Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Love her. She was, she was a business moment. She was, she was a a slut shamed in such a big Mm. way. Like, and I mean, let's be real here. She was kind of honing it around a little bit, but she's also one. She was Joe DiMaggio, Mm -hmm. President Kennedy. Mm -hmm. Like she was fucking the best, not fucking with the best. She was fucking the best. (laughs) Like, and people thought that she was such a dumb blonde. It's like, there's a very famous quote that Dolly Parton said. They're like, doesn't it get mad that people think that you're a dumb blonde? She's like, no, because I'm neither of those. Yeah. Like, she's like, I ain't blonde. This is fake. And I ain't dumb. Like, come on. And Marilyn Monroe was kind of the same. Like, Norma Jean. Norma Jean Baker. Norma Jean. Yeah. She mm-hmm. was, she was smart. She, she realized what she could do and the power that she had over not just men, but women as well. Yeah. And monetize she, that shit, baby. It, yeah. Monetize it. Yeah. She's, and she's one of the most famous women. Dead people. In, in she's one history. of the, she's the, yeah. Her estate, like her name, continuously. I saw a, ris- a list recently that said the top grossing dead celebrities, and Michael Jackson's up there, but she's consistently in the top five. Yeah. Like her estate, her image, the way that she portrayed herself, the way that she was seen, the way that she spoke. Like there's videos, there's like, you know, candid at home videos that were taken of her having conversations with people, and she was very casual and she spoke very lightly and stuff. But anytime that she was on film, she's like, well, it's just so lovely to be here, and I'm so grateful. And 
But when you see her with her friends, she's cutting it up and she was loud and she was funny and she was smart. Mm -hmm. She was very intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. So she was kind of uh, criticized and slut shamed because um, before she, you know, was made it really big, she took photos. Okay. Nude photos. (gasps) Probably in the 1950s wasn't even that serious like it's not how we're, we're the shit that we put on instagram is way worse right first of all um and she did it because she needed some money she needed money because she was going to be evicted from her place to live so she was like yeah I, I can use this money i'll fucking take these little you know part he probably said it you know these are artsy pictures she's like whatever fuck it Just take your photos whatever you could see my nipple it wasn't like Bush and whatever, whatever. So there was no coochie in there. Uh, she becomes famous. They obviously, oh, oh, she's famous. I'm put these pictures out, and they did in a calendar. And everyone was like, oh my god, how dare you? How could you? And she, the reason why I'm like, she is my hospiration is because she did. The studios wanted her to deny it and say it wasn't her, and she was like, she's like, all right, I'll do a press conference, and she's like, yeah, that was me. That was and? me, and this is yeah, and and I did it for this reason. So what? And they thought they were going to break her down. She ended up being more successful after. I that. think that that's part of like reclaiming your hoe or like denying the slut shaming, taking the power back. If you take the power away from somebody, mm-hmm. like hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to blackmail you. We're going to make you look like a slut. We're going to talk shit about you. You're like, hey, check this out. I'm cool with it. I did it. Those are my photos. Yeah. And what? And now they're not as valuable because if if she's out there going, that's not me, that's not me, that's not me, then they're like, you know, extra, extra, read all about this fucking slut in the newspaper. They're like, no, that was me. Yeah. I consented. I let you take the pictures. They're beautiful, aren't they? Don't I look great? Yeah. You know? Cheers. Cheers Cheers to that. To our girl. (laughs) (laughs) Our little bing. little baby bing. little baby bing. But I I loved it because she just owned that. And And who else is on your slut list? Oh, that one? No. (laughs) Um, my other one is uh, Monica Lewinsky. Hell yes, girl with the blue dress. They, oh my god, this poor girl. She was twenty three. I know. Think about think about when you were twenty three years old. How vulnerable and to be with the president. First of all, you know, I I, I mean, I don't know about you, but at twenty three and you're looking at your boss and you're like, ooh, all that power. That shit's sexy. She probably did. Realistically, here she probably like Bill Clinton was okay and he was like a player and all that stuff. But realistically, she probably didn't give a fuck like of how he looked. Like if he had never flirted with her, or done anything, she might have. She because older men one right. He, he's he was older. He that's attractive. He's. The so smart. He's pre- a president. Resident. He's a president. And that power, that's attractive as fuck. It is attractive, but I think more so it's like, girl, she just gave the president a blow job. It wasn't about Bill Clinton. Him is so smart. And so it's like, no, she just. Well, I'm I, honestly, I'm going to be honest. It's not I, like, in, in my opinion, I think it was just like, yeah, that's intoxicating. But I didn't think she was just like, I don't think she was like, I'm going to tell it because if she, she didn't tell anybody. She didn't tell. Well, she told that she told fucking, fucking stupid ass. What was her name? Yeah, Deborah she, or um, I can't stand her. Fucking I loud. hate I her. Hate her. But they um, right. That's another example of mind your fucking business. Yeah, this is somebody trying to be a friend. I'm like, oh, I'm your friend, and then you go and tell her business. That's fucked up. Yeah. And okay, so I'm not gonna say Monica Lewinsky was okay. Okay, like in the sense that yes, he's a married he, man. He's a married man. That's wrong. But she's 23. She was a little intoxicated by power. We get that. Absolutely. The fucked up part that I'm irritated with, he's a grown ass man. She's 23. 
they villain villa villa villainized her villainized i can't even get it i'm so mad they villainized her so much and made it seem like it was all her like she was this sexual predator who pounced on this married man he's a married man but here here's the thing also for me as far as like what we were talking about the media and stuff that has nothing to do with Anything. Mm-mm. That's not anybody's business. Yes, he cheated on his wife. And you know who that's between? That's between Bill and that's between Hillary. Yeah. That has nothing to do with anything. My husband cheated on me. Like, I wouldn't even go so far as he deserved to lose his job. Like, Right, that's crazy. How many... I it's not know, about how, anyone's business. How many business. men actually lose their job over cheating over their wives? Well, he didn't lose his job. He got but impeached. Impeached, but... But... No, it was big shit. No, there was... Well, what... what President is, or not, I don't care. You know what, honestly... And this is going to be fucked up. I don't, I'm not okay with, um, you know, cheating on your wife. But if you need a little head to let you run this country, you get you get some your head. head. You That's get your not, head some money. My, and here's the <laughs> thing is that apparently he had done this once or twice before. Right. And he and Hillary had gotten over it. Much like Will and Jada. This is not your business. Right. This is not your business. We have no idea the agreements that Hillary and Bill have for in, inside of their bedroom and within their marriage. That's not my business. But what was really disturbing is when I found out, this is because I was a child when all this was happening. Yeah. I was in like middle school. But um, after the fact, I've read and I've seen some stats that it cost the taxpayers like almost $100 million. All of that investigation, Kenneth Starr was the name of the attorney who did all of that. And he was he was coming after the president so fucking hard. He was di- He was... Going through everything. That's what was the problem. Yeah. There's no reason. No. That I understand, you know, when they're like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Okay, he well, lied. But here's the thing. He should have never been asked that question. Yeah. Because it doesn't have it doesn't- shit to do with the Iran-Contra. It doesn't have anything to do with the Paris Climate Exchange. No. It doesn't have anything to do with national security or Guantanamo Bay or any of the other things that were happening in the country at that moment. Right. You getting a blowjob from a 23-year-old piece of ass in your office has nothing Absolutely. to do I agree. with shit. And we pay taxpayer money just to say yeah he did it's not like anything even happened we all just said yeah yeah he did but <laughs> we said yeah he did but she was her life her, her, life, her was life was ruined her life was ruined she had to move to another country yeah um now when you bring up monica Lewinsky, what do you think you think of her exactly the, the, what we're talking about and poor thing you know, she did one thing, made one mistake. I wouldn't even say it was whatever. No. Whatever. She, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't exactly. say it was I wouldn't yeah. say it was a mistake. She had one she had one private adult moment mm-hmm. that forever will define her personality and her name throughout history. Yeah. Forever. But good for you for owning it though, Monica, because Absolutely. Because she ended up writing um an essay that she went out. She had a TED talk. Yeah. She so, had a TED talk that was her. really phenomenal. And it's been, um, I. She's a smart girl. She's no thing. dummy. Just, she's no, at 23 years old, she was a White House intern. Right. That that means that she's at the top of her class. Yeah. And she got kicked out of school. She got kicked out at that time. Though. Oh, yeah. That's what And she's adorable. Up. I mean, I always thought she was cute, but it's not like she was the hottest girl. You know, it's not like she was a hottie. No, she's, she's, to but, me, she's, she's a pretty girl, but I, she's, sorry, Monica, you kind of average, honey. Yeah, but, she, I think she probably would agree, but, but I, how she got there was her acumen, by being at the top of her graduating class, yeah. by applying, by setting herself ahead in other aspects. She didn't, you know, it's not like Bill Clinton picked the interns. She was chosen by other people to mm-hmm. be part of right, this team. Right. She got there by working hard and doing well in school. She yeah. was a smart woman. A moment of weakness, probably. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I can, like I said, I don't condone, you know, yeah. um, cheating on your spouse. But, you know, she was 23. 
she, mistakes it's made. the fucking president. If right, I'm, can I tell you? If Barack uh, Obama I, tried to get it, okay? he could get it, girl. She, <laughs> <laughs> boom. That's was, like he could get it. Okay. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. Michelle could too. <laughs> call me, but if Obamas, if y'all are listening, please call me. <laughs> Lord Jesus. All right. <laughs> okay. On uh, that note. On that note. So honey. the president can get it. Y'all check out our Instagram. Um, if you're listening, Barry and Michelle, call me. Um, <laughs> if not, we would love it if you guys could rate, review, share, subscribe. It really means the world to us. Um, we are on all of the platforms. We would love to hear you. We'd love to engage with you. Um, check us out. Uh, take a look at our Instagram for more recipes and inspiration. And other than that, we're looking forward to yeah, seeing you next Tuesday. Thank you guys Tuesday. for listening. Of See course. You. Cheers. Cheers.